And one. Hold on. Smile. Come on, guys. Smile. One. Two. Coming up next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Matt McCarthy and Steve Lewis with Toronto Arrows star, Dan Moore. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Irish Rugby Tours, the Rugby Tours people. A balanced palate, nutrition for peak performance, AFIA Sports Training Group, and Big & Whistle on West 36th Street, the world's best rugby pub. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy with Steve Lewis in Midtown Manhattan at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 talking Major League Rugby. And Stephen, we're crossing the border today. We are, we are going north, our northern cousins. We want to know what's going on up there. Yes, indeed. And we have none other than Dan Moore of the Toronto Arrows with us here on, on Rugby Wrap-Up. Dan, welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me on today. I really, uh, really appreciate it. Or should we say bienvenue? <laughs> Both work up here. Both work up here. Fair enough. How's your French? Uh, very poor, unfortunately. Well, we can tutor him. In all seriousness, <laughs> Toronto Arrows, very exciting. You're in the Major League Rugby setup. You've given up a lucrative career in the financial sector because you uh, went to Oxford after going to Queens University. You actually, you actually played a little professional rugby with uh, Carnegie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Yorkshire Carnegie, based out of Leeds in the north of England. Right. We're, I'm familiar with Leeds. Great, great place. Great, great vibe there for the rugby. And now you're back here and they talked you into coming onto the Arrows. And you've got caps with Canada as well. Yeah, I mean, um, I was playing in Leeds and, uh, you know, the Arrows was obviously getting built in Toronto, which is my hometown, uh, where I was born and raised. And I thought it was just such a tremendous opportunity to come back and, and be part of something. It's not just great for rugby in, in Toronto, my hometown, but I think more broadly Canada. Uh, I think this is the path to, you know, hopefully make our national team more competitive uh, on the global stage. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a really, really exciting um, development in the Canadian rugby landscape. And, and when the opportunity came up through, through Bill Webb and, and Mark Winokur, I, I just jumped at it. So quick question. You do know Mark Winokur is not Canadian, right? <laughs> I, do, I do know that. Yeah, I think, oh, yeah. He, uh, I think he tries to hide it from most. So you guys have obviously done your research. No, we know him well. We know him well. He's Jersey white trash like I am. <laughs> anyway, back, tell him he said that. back to rugby. Um, so, so the setup with Toronto, you guys up there, how, how often do you train? I mean, there's different models down here, depending on the um, ratio of full-time players to part-time players. What's the setup there? How often do you guys get together? Um, where do you train? The weather must be tricky right now. Talk us through it. So we train uh, Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Those sessions, uh, you know, Tuesdays and Thursdays are a bit longer so that we can get the whole club in, in terms of, you know, our full-time players and our part-time players. Uh, those are sort of two hours later in the evening to accommodate, you know, all the various schedules. But, you know, up to this point, you know, the facilities have been great, as you mentioned, with the weather. We're right now training indoors in a dome in, in Whitby. You know, most of our facilities are out there as it relates to strength and conditioning and, and you know, that whole sort of realm of, 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 uh, of our program. Uh, but we were lucky enough to spend a week out on the West Coast in Victoria. Uh, we went to the Rugby Canada Centre of Excellence and trained with the national team program for that week as well. So you know, it was nice to break it up. You know, that was fantastic in terms of just being able to get outside as a team. Um, you know, we had a, a sort of practice game against a, a rough Canada squad there as well. So that was you know, instrumental for our, our preseason build-up uh, to our first MLR campaign, which we're, we're really thrilled to be a part of. So no question that the MLR last year, first season... 
helped the Eagles, right? Uh, guys in a regular training environment, daily training environment, and it really um, was reflected in national team's performance. Obviously, with the bulk, not the bulk, what is it, 40% perhaps of the Canadian squad with Toronto? This is really going to help Canadian, Canadian rugby, the national team. Do, do you believe that to be the case? Yeah, Steve, I think you're absolutely right. Um, you know, now with the international game and, and the number of professional leagues around the world, it's absolutely vital for unions like Canada and the United States to be you know, building that player pool, adding depth um, from a standpoint of making sure that guys are playing full time or in a professional environment. So I think the arrows could really be a, a game changer for, for rugby uh, in our nation. Just, you know, again, uh, adding another sort of 20 guys that are that are playing full time. And I think, you know, even beyond that, uh, there's been a centralized system set up on the west coast of Canada that was in Victoria. I was lucky enough to be a part of that for one year. It was a great experience. Um, but, you know, being based out there, I don't think you get, uh, you know, a number of high quality games week in, week out, which I think you really need in order to develop as, as a rugby player. Um, you know, as you mentioned, I was lucky enough to go over to England and even at Oxford, um, you know, I got to experience good teams week in, week out. And I think, um, you know, for a young player that's trying to develop, that's trying to get better uh, at their game, you know, it's, it's all about game time. Um, and unfortunately, that's something I think on the West Coast of Canada we're slightly missing. But, you know, with the Arrows, there's there's a 16-game schedule of really high-quality opponents. Um, so as I mentioned, I think it could be re- a real game-changer for, for rugby in Canada. So, Dan, you, you mentioned the 16-game schedule. It hasn't actually shined uh, warmly upon your faces with the eight games on the road out of the gate. Plus, after your first game, you guys started to get on on track in the second half, and then you had a bye. And now you have the ARCs. How's that mix of ARCs, the schedule, and the bye affect you guys mentally? Yeah, I mean, there's as you mentioned, there's a number of factors that are posing a, a challenge, but I think... You know, everything in life is how you approach it, and and I think the way we're going about it is the right way with positive mindset, looking at it as a as an opportunity rather than a challenge. You know, I think those first eight uh, eight weeks on the road, uh, as you mentioned, could actually be a real asset for our team. You know, it's it's no secret that you get as, as a teammate and and build stronger bonds just being around each other twenty four seven in the hotel rooms, etc. Um, so you know that might actually be vital for our season, just being able to get closer as, as a group um, and then you know having a you know hopefully being able to come home and, and sort of build a fortress as they say uh, in terms of our, our home stadium. Do you guys have any conversations about how many wins you feel you need to have on the road or are you just taking it one game at a time? No we're just focused on on one game at a time um, you know as, as you mentioned obviously we had a stronger second half against NOLA I thought there was a lot of good things that we can build from and that's what we've been sort of focused on over the last uh, two weeks. You know, you look at that first half, there's a lot of room for improvement. So it's actually a blessing, I think, that we had this uh, by this past weekend. Um, you know, there was lots of mistakes in, in that first half. And, you know, we've had double the amount of training sessions we'd get compared to a normal week to to right those wrong. So, um, you know, and obviously the boys getting a bit uh, a bit fresher as well. So, um, you know, hopefully we can go into Austin this Friday night uh, firing on all cylinders. On the coaching, who's who's doing what? You got Carpenter, you got Silverthorne. What's what's the who's responsible for what there? Chris Silverthorne is our is our director of rugby, so he's really overseeing um, all the coaching that's being done. And then we have sort of three or four coaches, um, you know, working below him in sort of different capacities. 
uh, Carpenter, Aaron Carpenter, you know, the most capped Canadian in, in test history, uh, has our, our defense and, and our forwards. Um, he's also aided by a scrum coach, Dave Butcher, who comes in from my alma mater, Queen's University. And then we have really two guys that are focused on the backs, uh, Corey Hector, who coaches at the University of Guelph, um, and then Pete Smith, who joined us at, as from uh, from the Championship Seattle team last year, uh, you know, decorated player, uh, but good coach as well. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of strength in numbers, I think, in the coaching staff, and they're all uh, adding value up to this point. So it's been fantastic. On the player side, who's a player that fans should look for with the Arrows? You know, I, I think, uh, I mean, particularly being based in Toronto, I think there's obviously there's sort of the, the local club or guys that have been in the local club scene for years that, that, you know, people will be really excited about. You know, one guy that I've just sort of recently, recently met, because um, he grew up on the West Coast, is Theo Sauter. He's our, he's our you know, 15, he's currently away with Canada, but yeah, he's got some sweet feet. He's uh, really embarrassed me in practice uh, a couple times. I mean, you had a really nice tally this weekend against Uruguay as well. Um, you know, I think he's a young and uppercomer. He's really burst onto the scene. Obviously, Lucas Rumble being a Toronto native, um, you know, and, and captaining the, the squad this year is, is you know, going to be a fantastic player to watch. A guy like Andrew Ferguson, you know, he's been on the scene for a while. He's you know, had some unfortunate run of, run of injuries and, and, and maybe misselect. You broke up there a little bit, but we got, I think we got the gist of what you were saying. You mentioned the, the, the match against Uruguay. Do you think that you guys might consider bringing in some of your other big guns in the future? Or is it just getting players blooded in a match like Uruguay? Because it was a tough loss for you guys. Yeah, it was a tough loss. I mean, I think the guys that are, that are down there, though, you know, can get the job done. They're, I know they're going to be working really hard this week, um, you know, getting better, obviously, for their, their next match this weekend. Yeah, I have I have no insights into how Rugby Canada is going to be approaching that tournament moving forward. I think it's absolutely vital, as we were talking earlier, about giving opportunities for guys, you know, increasing the depth of that player pool in terms of who's actually exposed uh, to the test level. Because, you know, as you guys know well, you go on a, a string of injuries, you, you know, there could be nine, ten players at any point in time. Um, you don't want guys being called up uh, you know, into you know, big summer tests and stuff at yeah, you know, with no prior experience. So I think the ARC is an absolutely fantastic tournament um, you know, for for Canada and, and cre- increasing that player depth. Stephen, you have a question for him, right? Yeah, one question, one observation. Uh, so the question is: are, Is Canada sticking with the same squad for the full five six weeks, or are they rotating a little bit like the US are? I'm actually not not sure. I actually don't have that insight. Um, you know, they'll obviously be managing bodies with the with the big travel uh, schedule, and then also. Presumably, some of the injuries that that uh, that may occur. Um, so I'm actually I'm not sure at at this point in time. Okay, and the observation was goal kicker. You need a goal kicker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in Canada in general. I mean, there are some guys who've who've been uh, you know good goal kicking over the last couple of years. Um, you know, and, and and I'm not exactly sure where that that skill set um, is sits over the, the next couple of weeks. You know, I think there's guys who definitely can kick, and I think one-off is not necessarily you know, define a, a player, that kind of thing. Um, you know, I think this week they'll be working hard to, to make sure that you know, some of those penalties uh, you know, continue to tick over on, on the Canada scoreboard. Sure. All right, my friend. Well, we really appreciate you coming on, taking the time. Steve, final thoughts for Dan? Yep. Enjoy the season, mate. Enjoy it. Enjoy the warm weather yeah. down in Austin. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Really, uh, really appreciate it. And 
know, thanks for covering uh, you know the arrows in in uh, you know big U.S. market uh, sort of focused production. So appreciate it. You got it, my friend. On behalf of Mr. Dan Moore of the Toronto Arrows and Mr. Steve Lewis, I'm Matt McCarthy at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York City, talking rugby, but signing off for now. Matthew Paul Patrick McCarthy here with Daniel Andrew Garnold Moore. Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How does one watch his assumed beloved Toronto Maple Leafs from Oxford? Uh, to be honest, I'm not a Leafs fan, actually. Oh, I'm a Calgary Flames fan. No, so it's a bit of a curveball. No. Yeah, oh. yeah. Grew up in the days of Theo Fleury. He was such a warrior. I've uh, always been a fan ever since. That is awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Do you get... Uh, what, what's that like? You're wearing a Calgary Flames sweater in, in Toronto, is that it? Uh, yeah. I mean, you get a little bit of hate, for sure. Yeah, I mean, especially uh, whenever there's a grudge match between Toronto and Calgary. Uh, my buddies and myself, you know, have a bit of a rivalry, so it's uh, good to kind of chirp each other back and forth.